out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, hard to say, overload Ain't no parking space, on the road Yeah, I'm out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, say your breath, I'm too cold Yeah, devil hate me, wanna take my soul Yeah, I am just a source of what you stole I'm about to knock it out the park Yeah, centerfold Yeah, yeah. I probably could hear you. You probably could hear me. I swear, long ass. I, I don't know why it took forever to fade. Like, I swear. It's still going <laughs> down. God dang, G. That fade was horrible. Why am I that? He's out of control, okay? Hey, valid. It's Very up to valid. Okay, Make sure you uh, stream Sacrifices EP. That's our boy Chaz Vibe. That's one of the uh, tracks on there, Overload. Make sure you check that out. Uh, but yeah, Charles Sav here. We got Tyler on here. What's happening, everybody? All right, chat. Tyler's still a mis uh, mystery character to y'all, but it be that way sometimes. But before we start, I'll make be sure on there. I'll show my face soon. I'm, in, in I'm time. once again busy at the moment. Man, making the sandwiches, man. Uh, but and sandwich, man. <laughs> but before we start, make sure you uh copy some you tweaking media merch on Teespring. Copy some merch. Uh, I will make a deal real soon. Probably free shipping or something. I don't know. But copy some merch. Make sure you also uh, follow us on Twitter at 3s from the ring, 3s from the ring, you know. And whatever platform you listen to, like, comment, subscribe, whatever it is you do that you can do, do it. It's all greatly appreciated because I like seeing numbers. But let's go ahead and get into this episode. We got plenty to talk about. UFC 260 just happened this past weekend. I won $24. Um... And I cheated myself. Uh, yeah, I cheated myself. I could have won more. Uh, trade dead, post trade deadline buyout market talk with the NBA, and we are well into the road of WrestleMania. Peacock is messing up uh, people's uh, nostalgia, and uh, WWE dropped a motherfuckers racist ass nostalgia. There we go. <laughs> and uh, WWE dropped a top fifty women's wrestlers list, and I got a comment about that, but. Let's go ahead and get into the UFC first. Um, I'll let Daytra lead that discussion. Okay. The annual, well, fucking monthly UFC, I forgot what fucking number it is. Talk. 260. Uh, it was 260. <laughs> thank you. I will not remember 261. Y'all can't. I was about to say 256. Like I always fucking it's always For some apparent fucking reason, I think it's 256. I don't know what event USC two fifty five and six was. It wasn't. Look, was it wasn't. Was we talked about it last time. It wasn't. It wasn't even a memorable event. It wasn't even a memorable event. <laughs> Maybe it's just something about the number fifty six. I don't know. That too could be that. Like I. Oh know. yeah, we did talk about this last time. This is when Davidson Figueroa and Brandon. Moore. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's for the hardcore niggas who like. You know, rest. I mean, use my smart. But um, look. So UFC um two sixty. We put up the fucking card. Um, cause I ain't gonna remember everything. They did a lot of that shit. I ain't even gonna cap. 
y'all don't y'all don't really care about some of these things that fault. I'll tell y'all the big three. Um, and I just need to fill up a card to make sure I got people names right. Um, damn, I love when you try to pull up the freaking card and you just see Stipe Miotic's face getting fucking caved in. Um, that's spoiler alert. We get to that later. <laughs> like, what the heck? There we go. Shoot. So you will see 256. I mean, 260. Fuck. Is a it's hard for cursing. It's, it's, it's in the book. It is one of those pay per views that like UFC. See what UFC do when they when they when they when they 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 do a I want money pay per view right. So they throw like the one that's like the one that just passed. Um, and there was supposed to be a title fight on this one too, but a nigga caught COVID. Another title fight, I mean, but folks caught COVID. But um, when in the like you know. The past one, well, it was like three title fights. Uh, that's when they was like, we got champions who won't make money, except for Amanda Nunez, who won't make money on their own, like pay-per-view, like Aljamain Sterling and, and, and um, Jan ain't going to make no money if they hear a lot of pay-per-view by themselves, just the way it is when it comes to small niggas fighting. Um, so they throw them all in one, right? Uh, that's where Izzy, you know, try to make a double chip, make a lot of money. This one... Oh, another pay per view. Now, um, uh, what's his name? Um, fucking Volonowski. I forget his name, but he, you know, he is the champ. He was going against, uh, I think it was Brian Ortega. Got canceled because of COVID. Be like that sometimes. Big COVID might be losing at the moment, but he's still going to take some niggas down with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but all in all, the event still went on. Um, headlined by Francis Ngannou versus Stipe Miocic. Or you should say Stupe Miocic versus Francis Ngannou because Stipe was the champion at that point. Um, and how it went, some of the key fights, if you just like a person who casually watches, that's how you know, we talk about UFC for the casual fans. Um, Sean O'Malley, big up-and-comer. He's technically, I think, He's undefeated, but he did lose in a no contest because his fucking foot fell out. Um, so, you know, he was in a match against some other up-and-comer, beat his ass. That's basically it. Uh, beat the hell out there, man. The up-and-comer tried to get some leg kicks on him to make sure his foot can fall off. Foot didn't fall off. So I think he broke his nose because um, when they was raising a hand, folks' nose was big as shit unless he just got a fat-ass face. Um, uh, second, um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, um, second, we have, um, uh, oh, Tyron Willie versus, uh, uh, something, folks' name, let me see if I can get his name right. Um, this was a good fight right away. You know, Tyron really lost again, but for like one second, it was a, it was it was literally a good fight, fight for Vincente Luque. Vincente Luque, there you go. Tyron versus Vincente Luque. Now look, me and Dion, we joke, all right, because we knew Tyron really both likely get released after. It's it's collision course. <laughs> yeah, he probably get one more. Dana White probably be nice to see former champion get one more fight 
But even Dana White conference in the, in the conference, he said, "How old is he? Thirty-nine." Yeah, I, I didn't know he was thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. He said four losses in a row, and he just hooked his shoulders up. So usually, four losses in a row determines your UFC um, career. Some people skated past the four losses in a row because they put on good fights. But Tyron really had a string of ass. So except for this one, a really good fight. They gave it fight of the night for the first round that I was in. Tyron really came out hot. He came out when the wrestler came out. And then he got caught, chicken leg, submitted. Boom. Um, then the fights of all fights to determine the baddest man on the planet, um, you had – Stipe Miocic, um, the Croatian something. I forget what the fuck his nickname is. Croatian versus Francis. I guess. Versus Francis. <laughs> if I touch you with my pinky, your fucking head is touching the ceiling. Mungano. Um Everybody. Okay, listen, 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 listen. Me, I didn't go in thinking anybody going to win. I went in blind. I didn't post no bet. Even some, even though something was telling me knockout in the second round, didn't want to put no money on it. Now, I say that to say a lot of people thought if Francis, I mean, if Stipe can get Francis on the ground again, it's all, you know, Francis has yet to leave the first round in his win streak, I think. And then the only time he has left the first, I mean, the first, like, got to the, went to decision, I should say, is with the Derrick Lewis and, um, Derek Lewis and Stipe fights, and both of them Francis lost because you know, one because he wasn't ready, and the other one because he lacked motivation and was kind of sad, sad boy. Um, but this fight, he said, Fuck it, get me on the ground, I'm gonna beat that ass. And he tried to get him on the ground, got that ass beat. Um, Francis literally pushed the pace at a it, it was scary because from a fan watching it, you'll be thinking, like, Oh, yeah, he's pushing the fuck out that face. Anybody who was, I mean, out that pace, anybody who was watching the fight with, like, the, the mixed martial arts eyes, which I don't see, said he was fighting very patient. And I was like, what the fuck? Because how is that patient? You mean to tell me a nigga swinging like that, a nigga fucking knocking your head off like that, is not swinging the ball to the wall? That was him being patient? And he was confirmed that he was very patient in the ring other than last time. So a patient Francis Ngannou is a very fucking scary man. Um, but second round, um, after, you know, like, Stipe, it was a uh, – watching Daniel call me and talk about the fight. And that was a moment in, in the corner, I believe, when Stipe coach said, you got to get more active. And Stipe said, damn, or some shit like that. <laughs> and we all know why. Because when you get active with that nigga, somebody on the ground – and history proves itself it ain't going to be fucking him. So, in that second round, second, by the way, he got active. Um, and, yeah, Stipe landed a really good fucking punch that rocked Nuganu a tad bit. But Nuganu is just so fucking strong. I can see Drew McIntyre in the locker room fucking screaming. Um, Nuganu is so fucking strong that he literally ate that punch and proceeded to send Stipe home to the creation God in the sky. Um, Stipe said he was unconscious before he hit the ground. And mm. you have a new heavyweight champion. 
Now, shout out to Francis Ngannou. If you do not know his story, it is a very humbling story. Uh, comes from Africa. One tried to make his way to Morocco a bunch of times, I believe, if the place is Morocco. Tried to make his way to Morocco a bunch of times. Next thing you know, he proceeded to every time he tried to get to Morocco. He, um, I'm sorry, RP Ricochet probably next week. But every time he tried to get to Morocco, uh, the since it was illegal, they would drop him off in the desert to die. And he would always find his way back. He was in jail for like some years too, a month or whatever, but always found his way back. Um, so, and then he finally was in Paris, was homeless when he was training, had a box. Uh, and he, at the, at the pinnacle, the baddest man on the planet. Uh, that man is the epitome of God play favoritism with genetics. It is like I like favoritism is a strong word, but God do pick and choose who get the good genetics. Like there's there's a there's a difference between oh yeah I'm strong I can lift three eighty you know I can curl that shit ten reps woody woody woo, and then there's Francis Nugano who they say punch is it feels like a four F one fifty hitting you in the face at full speed. He has the record for it. Play favoritism with Jeanette. But this brings the case. So John Jones <laughs> is coming to light heavyweight. I mean heavyweight. Heavyweight, he yeah. Light heavyweight belt to pursue a heavyweight career. The fight is on the table. Now, a lot of people say that John Jones is a bitch because they don't understand business, right? If you're not on Twitter, you'll know that the first thing when Nugano knocked get knocked him out, first thing Nugano's, I mean, uh, John Jones said was pay me. Yep. Now people saw him as coward. People saw as him coward out. And if you look at it in a strictly fan face, you'd be like, yeah, that's him cowering out. Or, or you don't want to fight Francis. He, he asked for money so the fight won't get, you know, did. He want to see Derrick Lewis fight him first just in case Derrick Lewis, because Derrick Lewis is an easier fight than Francis for John Jones. It's just fact. If you understand business, especially for a fighter, there's one fighter on the planet who does it every fucking time he wants to fight, and that's Conor fucking McGregor. Every single time he wants a fight, pay me. Do you know how many times that nigga said he was retired? That's why it was active. Pay me. It was active, yeah, pay me. But in the midst of my charge, Conor McGregor say pay me. No one bats an eye. Well, you you, you got to pay McGregor. He gives you If I'm, somebody put on the table, hey, you got to go fight Francis Nagano, 11-year-old son. Uh, Go ahead. Pay me. Please. Because I'm not about to run against anybody with that fucking last name. So pay me. I'm risking my brain health. I'm risking me being able to walk when I'm fucking 42. Me being able to speak. One punch from Francis Ngannou, I believe, from a person untrained like me, will have me being like Muhammad Ali in his later years. Just stuttering. Okay. So, I refuse. And I'm pretty sure Jones is like, 
I refuse to just get enough for just any old amount of money. I'll work that money, pay me. So how it's going to go is, Joe said he wants to fight. That's Dana. Dana said all you got to do is say he wants to fight. Jones said he wants to fight. DC, Jones' biggest rival of all time, they tell each other every day, every day, anybody asks, oh, you and John Jones mean no, no. We don't like each other. We never will like each other. Every single time, he said, John Jones is not scared of Francis McDonald at all. Now, it's all in Dana's court to give John Jones his money. That's it. But I understand. I'm not a businessman. I, I can't be in Dana's head. I can, I can relate with John Jones saying, I'm not scared of this nigga, but I'm risking to my career fighting this nigga. Give me my money. But I don't understand. I can't be in Dana's head when it comes to booking a fight. I'm not a fight booker. I don't know the UFC finances. I can't tell you what. But whatever Connor say, hey, shut up, pay me. They pay him. Dustin Poirier, shut up, pay me. This nigga not even the biggest star as Connor. He just knocked Connor out. Guess what? They paid him. Khabib Namazamedov told Dana, I want to be one. I don't even think he asked Dana for that much money, but all, all I know is he said, I want to be one uh, number one pound for pound fighter. When it's when I beat Justin Gaethje, that's what he is. So um, yeah. All in all, UFC 256 was a success. Captain 260 was a success. Uh, the next big uh, pay per view is I believe it is um, is a Jorge Masvidal versus uh, I mean Usman versus Masvidal. I think that's the next one. The next biggest one. Let me see. Let's UFC 261. Let's see, 261. Yeah, that's Usman versus Mazadov. Yep. So, yeah. And that that's is a Jacksonville. huge card. With a crowd. With the crowd in Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. Huge crowd. I mean, huge fight. Um. There are some more fights on that card. But that's just huge. That's yeah. huge for both of their careers. Corey might as well get that belt. Most likely more. Oh, Valentina Shevchenko is on that card, too. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Wally Zhang versus Rose Namunez. Yo, that card. Some of these women fights. Ryan Hogan is Chris Wyman? Yep. Hey, hey, this card. It's this a hard card. card. As long as nobody catch COVID. Pretty God, nobody, especially nobody in a major fight, because like that's, it's just it ruined. It. We've seen how it's been ruined in sports events lately, like when certain when certain matchups go down, or like when even with basketball, when certain guys go out, we looking forward to a certain games. Like I just really hope it doesn't ruin this card, because it could be another really, it should be another really great card. Yeah, I'm gonna take your it. I think I think we do Um but that's the next big event. Can't wait for it. Other than that, that's the UFC talk for today. Yep. So, all right. So, let's go ahead. We'll move on to NBA talk. Uh, recent happens of the NBA. The trade deadline has passed. Um, and we're going to dwell into the trade. I mean, trade. Post. Uh, give our thoughts on trade deadline and also uh, the buyout market because they pretty much go hand in hand at this point. 
So you can type this in. Uh, trade deadline, buyout market. All right. So biggest trade that happened was Victor Oladipo to the Rockets. Um, <laughs> On the Rockets. I mean, yeah, Victor Oladipo getting traded to the Heat for a bag of chips. Literally, a bag of chips and a palm tree. Uh, let me get the exact trade. Give me one second. Uh, is it? So, yeah, Victor Oladipo to Miami for Kelly Olenek, Avery Bradley, and a second-round pick swap. He did not lose Tyler Hero. They did not lose Kendrick Nunn. They didn't even lose Goran Dragic in this process of, the, of this trade. The Rockets ain't for one. The most, I'm gonna just open this up. With the Rockets are probably did the worst job of acquiring young talent and cheap talent because we know the owner cheap as shit for James Harden. And Russell Westbrook on top of it. Um, and, and no offense to John Wall, but bro, y'all on a 20-plus game losing streak. Rockets have been... Ass. I don't even ass. think ass is the word. They smell like a Super resident on, on the second floor. Let's put it that way. Um, So, but... So that's all we got to say in regards to the Rockets in this trade. Especially because... Avery Bradley's more than likely getting bought out, and it's already rumors circulating that he might go back to the Lakers. Um, and Kelly Olynyk is just there, honestly, just to be there. So Lord knows what the hell's going on with the Rockets because they they literally got nothing for Harden at this point and nothing for Oladipo. They could have literally just kept Karis LeVert, even though, yeah, he uh has uh stomach cancer i mean a uh, kit what was it well he had a cancerous you dig in him but that's that's dead and gone but the rockets did a horrible job trading <laughs> trading as a whole like i don't know what the hell they're trying to do but victor oladipo to the heat is very huge um oladipo to the heat's been talked about for almost like a year and a half now he's finally got his wish it's a really great pickup for the heat um, somebody is it can't... I think it is. Oladipo's been really solid this year. He's been what really does solid. He do that nobody on the Heat can already do. He's legit. Okay, it's too early to crown Tyler Hero. Even though they believe in this nigga too hard, he's he still. I can't crown him yet. Um, he's. Would you... Would you gave up Tyler Hero for 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 Victor Oladipo? Yes. You smoking crack, bro? He's averaging more than him. Fuck that. Okay, the same thing. The same thing happened with when they was all going for fucking um for Lowry, Tyler Horn Tucker. Lowry averaged more than him, and Lowry don't want to fucking play. What's the reason why what's, what's the reason Kyle, they, if they would have had to trade for Kyle Lowry? They probably would have had to. Toronto was acting for a lot for Kyle. Yeah, that was Kyle the, what's, the, what's the reason? What's the reason? What's the reason they didn't give up Tyler Horton Tucker Jr. Chris? The Lakers they give him up. What's the what's, what's the main reason? Probably because he's the only young nigga worth cool a damn. Probably the only young huh? nigga worth a damn. Upside, 
Okay, yeah, 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 that's what I mean. The only young nigga points, worth a damn. And yeah, he probably he probably only averaged that. But guess what? The fucking upside on that, that player that everybody on the eye has seen the league. You about that? Tyler Hero is having a sophomore year. There is this is a known thing. Sophomore years are very hard for players. Can be, yeah. Extremely hard. Yeah. So you look at Tyler Hero upside, and you look at all the depot's career. You see the Nets, how they built right now for this for this one uh, title run then stretch. It goes back to why, muscle, why it helps. <laughs> you no, but I'm not saying. You think to yourself, you'd rather lose the asset for a future for something right now that's gonna fuck you over. Because all the depot need a contract next year. Yep. You can sign them to a two, three year that's deal. That's the reason they ain't trade this thing. And then he's fucking injury prone. That's also true. So, I don't think I would. If you start Oliver Depot, that's cap. Bro, you going to start him? What the fuck you mean? Hero don't even start. start him, Hero isn't starting. Okay, so Duncan start fucking Duncan. Duncan been started. <laughs> you keep it that way. Don't mess with your starting lineup, bro. So, G. You're going they to start to do that last year too. If he wouldn't, they got hurt. If he was available to get traded last year, they was going. Yeah, they were trying to get him last year. They just settled for Iggy. Oh, where that? Now last year they may have gave, they may or may not have gave up Tyler Hero and maybe somebody else, depending on who Indiana would have asked for. No, nah, because even last year I was still shaking all the people's help last year. I was I was shaking on the self last year. I wouldn't have done it last year, no. Especially because the Heat were still. But how many been shaking on the top last year? And not I'm saying if he was this year as well. No, he's been playing this year. He just didn't want to play for the Rockets. Chris, he just with the Rockets. He, he just didn't want to play for the Rockets. He was playing with the Pacers. But he, when, when he got to the Rockets, he wasn't playing every game. Because, nigga, I don't want to play for the he Rockets didn't either. Be there. Christian Wood took an extra days off, and he, he was supposed to win most improved <laughs> if he stuck around. <laughs> So it's just what I'm trying to say, my brother. I get what, what you're trying, trying to say. Is that I don't think this moved the needle whatsoever. You believe that Aaron Gordon don't move the needle for the Nuggets, just like I believe Victor Oladipo. You believe? I believe that the Blazers getting Norman Powell is a way bigger move than this. Catastrophic I, I, fucking. We'll, move. When we get to that, we'll get to that because I still don't think it changes anything. Like it just don't. I see where the, you're it's... coming from, though. But considering where the Heat are at right now, it's either you didn't make a move and just left it how it was, or you just it could they just been doing it just so they they could add another piece that they think might help them. Because I don't think it was really nobody else out there as far as like what? that. Help. This is what I mean. Help them against what? Because when you look at it, that didn't make them no better. You just get you added you add more scoring another, another defender. Somebody, well, somebody to Miami who want to play for Miami versus the Philadelphia Sixers. Do that series change anyway? No, because guess what? Ben Simmons could lock up versus up the Brooklyn Nets. Do that series change anyway? They have more defenders. <laughs> Victor Oladipo defended Kyrie on the bad leg. Defended James Harden on the bad leg. Oh, man. You gotta run around Joe Joe Harris screens on the bad leg. I mean, run the run around screens and defend Joe Harris on the bad leg. 
Oh wait, he guarded KD. No, no, that's Jimmy's job. We all know that's Jimmy's job. Yeah, Jimmy's guard. Okay, KD, so what the fuck Victor Oladipo doing to them? Look, man, he, he's going to look. Just scoring. The key, he's, he's, look, man. What part of the key, key to beating the the Nets in any he's chance? You have to outscore them, niggas. You have to. You getting mopped. That's is a so it's it's not just outscoring. That's the that's. That's, that you, you know that's simple to say. Oh, they're gonna score one seventy, so you just get one fifty because they can't guard you either. That's fucking cat, by the way. Just I'm just gonna keep that real. To say I, I'm not the biggest fan of the Nets, fucking either. But to say that oh, you just gotta outscore them, fucking cat. They can defend you, and that's the way it is. The only liable fucking defender on that fucking team is Kyrie, and that's fucking scary. And probably DeAndre Jordan, but I'm pretty sure oh, oh, name somebody else who ain't. Joe Harris, Joe Harris been getting there what he needs to get done. And don't say he has it. And fucking grit and fucking green gonna become useful when they need him. So I don't want to hear that. Kyrie is the only person you can say that he will be inconsistent when it comes to defending. Because it's just the way Kyrie's too fucking small. Kyrie. But when Blake it comes Griffin to everybody else, we see James Harden give a fuck when it comes to defense. We, we see it. Yeah, that's what you I just so there is no countable reason where you can be like, this helps them outscore the net. It fucking don't. Jimmy ain't a balls to a wall scorer. He ain't. Victor Oladipo ain't one. And Bam gonna have to get guarded by KD. You said that like that's not good for KD. <laughs> I believe KD can do something to him. He could be an Arrington. Look, nigga. <laughs> I seen KD guard centers. I seen KD guard centers. guard. Mid level centers, but this is Bam is a very fiscal center. Yeah, yeah, Bam ain't no Joel and B. He's not, but he's still really good. He's a skilled he's center. Really the way that defense can fucking go, shit can happen. Okay? Bro, you trying to get KD I fouled see, out. <laughs> I seen James Harden get a clutch play on Giannis Antetokounmpo at the end of a game. Yeah, because Giannis don't have no moves. Look, we ain't gonna argue about this, okay? And let me say this. Let me say this right now. If Bam is the person you rely on to outscore that Heat, you are looking at the you are looking at that beach of Miami for the rest of your summer in five games. You are at Live Nightclub for the rest of your summer for five games. That sounds lit. <laughs> it do. That's it vaccinated. <laughs> it do. But you ain't winning no chip. Nah, you ain't getting the Conference T-shirt. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I, get, I get where you coming from, uh, Tyler. Anything you want to add before we move to the next trade? No, that was pretty much it. I never really. I, I'm not even with Oladipo. I wasn't expecting them to. I wasn't saying Oladipo is going to be the one to help them out score. I'm just saying everybody's game plan as far as anybody that's expecting to go up against the Nets is like you have to try to outscore them. If you can, if you have the firepower. The I don't think that's the case. I don't think outscoring is ever the case. I think being able to switch the... When you look at the... Even though this team is a little bit more scary than the, the, God, the God Warriors, when you look at the God Warriors and you see the fact that there was Chris Paul's hamstring away, the Rockets was Chris Paul hamstring away from beating them, what was the factor? It wasn't all oh, because Curry can't play in the playoff. No, it wasn't because Clay Thompson mid. No, what was the factor? 
It wasn't that they outscored them niggas. It's that they played solid defense round out on that team. And it wasn't no fucking, oh, man, this guy's the greatest defense. No, it wasn't none of them niggas on the court. It was a team fucking effort. Minus James Harden sometimes. When you look at this Miami Heat team, other than Bam and Jimmy, and I I don't know if old man Iggy can keep up with KD. Maybe. Who else on that team can do that shit? Ariza. Because we saw LeBron did to them niggas. Ariza's also on their team right now. You know that, right? Bro, Ariza haven't scored the fucking point. (laughs) You talk about defending. He haven't scored the point, so that means he haven't been on the fucking floor. She, I just looked at the box. He scored Ariza. two points tonight. <laughs> you got Trevor Ariza on that court, just in case Izzy say my back hurt. So you bring another old ass nigga out there. What I'm trying to say is, brother, simple as this: that ain't no needle mover. It ain't with the Nets. The Nets conundrum is not outscoring. That's not it. You got to stop them niggas from scoring. It ain't no, hey, hey, you can't stop these niggas from scoring. That's that's cap. That's cap. Because it happened. It, I, I know we don't believe in regular season game, but it happened. Super teams like this always got a fucking weakness. And it's never outscoring. Because could you outscore the fucking Warriors? Fuck no. You had KD and Kyrie. So... The, so what the fuck they did to Braun in the finals twice? We don't outscoring that shit. Was it outscoring the Heatles? Was that possible? Well, the Heatles was also a very good, de- very great defensive team. I agree, but was there a such thing as outscoring them? No. Fuck like, no. That second, well, the, the second Spurs run, it was it was the AC problem. But other than that, there was no outscoring them. AC and D Wade's knees. <laughs> Shaq and Kobe. Outscore? That was Carl Malone. I don't want to hear that. Look, I don't want to hear that. Oh, Kobe and Shaq was mad at each other. Fuck that. That's an excuse. Bro, they legit admit to that. (laughs) They legit admit to that, bro. You two was the top two top five players in the fucking league at that time. Going to get the fucking Pistons. Bro. But guess why the Pistons won? I need you to watch what Bill. I need Here's you to watch what Ben Wallace did to Shaq that series, G. What Ben Wallace doing to Shaq was illegal, G. <laughs> and how is that a Kobe? And how is that a Kobe and, and, and Shaq feuding fault? What he did? Because if they got how along that, a little bit better, Shaq, uh, if they got along a little bit better, they probably you know things would have been smoother. And also, yeah, Carl Malone. Well. Hey, so if, if Shaq and Kobe fucking did a handshake every game, Ben Wallace is going to automatically not be able to play defense. Probably. That's a fucking excuse that people live by. Then I'm not gonna let it happen. No, it doesn't take. You're not outscoring these niggas, bro. You're not. My nigga, James Harden was the fucking leading scorer, along with Greek Freak, for fucking a million fucking years. Guess who was that before him? Fucking KD. Along with Curry, but fucking KD. So you mean to tell me? Them two niggas in the playoffs, you'll be like, we just outscore them, coach, and we're going to win. Fuck no. You think that if the, if the Lakers believe outscoring that team is the way we win this chip, they was going to get Andre fucking drumming? No, because we're just going to beat them niggas up in the board. They better defensively. 
and you just rely on LeBron and AD to do you it. Think, fuck you you think you think I was going there and they was gonna kick fucking cool? Say that cool's right. They was gonna kick it. You think outscoring them? You think they was gonna keep Mark fucking Gasol? Well, Mark Gasol. And not was, sit that nigga to somewhere. What are you gonna get for him? That, that, that's what I mean by like this outscoring shit. It ain't gonna happen. It's a reason why some took. It's a reason why some fucking teams were like, "Yo, I ain't making no move." Because guess what? If I make a move, ruin my fucking future just to lose in fucking four. What the fuck I look like? Even the Bucks, who they got, got what they got. You think they made that move just to outscore the niggas? Who they, who they get again? They get um, shit. They got PJ Tucker. Oh, that's more defending. Oh, yeah, they did defending and more shooting. Hey, look, man. I'm not the best basketball man. Not even close. Not even in the fucking running. I'm not even in the conversation. Wasn't even thought of. Nobody even picked me up on the uh, on the underdog bet, but I will tell you this: it ain't got shit to do with scoring. Shit, I know that's the name of the game, but shit, <laughs> you tell me what team outscored them niggas in seven games? It ain't the damn Heat. Not even close. You give me Joel Embiid on a good night, maybe. You give me Greek Freak when he see that everybody's shorter than him on the court, yeah. But Jimmy Butler. Who are allowed on fucking going to the line 10 times last year to get to 20 points? Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck out right. of here. All right, let's go ahead and uh, move on to the next trade. Uh, Norman Powell to the Blazers for Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. So, uh, like I said, this like I like saying on this podcast, it's the annual Blazers trade deadline move. <laughs> I don't know if it for me. I don't think it moves the needle, but I see why niggas think it moves the needle. I see why. I do. I legit do see why it moves the needle. But at the same time, is Damon CJ gonna give him the same amount of touches? It's deeper than this, my brother. Oh, deeper than right. You're not <laughs> opening your brain. Open your brain, bro. Open that shit. It's not about Damon CJ winning the game. Cause guess what? Maybe next year. It ain't gonna be Dame and CJ. You hope so. Shit, I hope so. Please. Maybe next year. Because after this season, like, what the hell do you do? Insert somebody like, here do in Norman Powell. What if they're able to make a move in which they get them either a nice defender or a nice score or a nice goddamn pick or some shit or a nice rookie who can defend and score or somebody with a good upside? You get cap room, you do all this, and you trade fucking CJ. Get Norman Powell, you being able to trade, I mean, get Norman Powell for virtually nothing. Gary Trent ain't moving the needle because he's going to be fucking stuck in the Raptors rebuild for the rest of his career, maybe. And and and, and whoever else you gave up don't mean shit. Rodney Hood. <laughs> I forgot he was on their roster. And they oh, traded They traded to get him, like, what was that, a year? A year that was two, two years ago. Well, he tore his ACL, so we can't even. Meniscus. You know. I mean, what'd you say? He was meniscus. I mean, no, wait, no, he was Achilles. No, he was Achilles. Oh, he tore his he Achilles down. Yeah, he tore his Achilles. So, what I mean by that is, I believe it's a good trade even if they don't get rid of CJ. Just because in the West, at this point, you're really going against fucking Nuggets, Lakers. That's the only biggest, the two biggest threats. I'm sorry, Clippers not a threat at all right now, currently constructed. 
They got holes in their team, and everybody found out why. Luka Dantic see that team and honestly say barbecue chicken every time he steps on the court until he got Those are his kids at this point. Uh, the Lakers run through them. Devin Booker owns they soul. Uh, and fucking Dame has made fucking Paul George apologize. So there is a, a, a certain way in the Clippers. My nigga, you want to know else why I think the, another reason why they don't even have to be worried about the Clippers? Rumor has it. The reason nobody else made really big fucking trades because Bradley Bill and Kawhi Leonard are going to be open next season. That's the word on the street. Word so, on the street. You said Kawhi and who? Bradley, Bradley Bill. Bill. Even though the oh. Bradley Bill shit been going on for years. But Kawhi, they said Kawhi Leonard say, man, this ain't, this ain't what I came here for. So what I'm trying to say is this. That brings a person. Pull up his stats, Chris. You can't tell me no man good stats. Pull up no, his Norman stats. Powell, I saw G. We talked G. No stats G. It was nineteen something, and he's shooting. Okay, I, I I'll pull it up with the pod. All right, man. So, uh, Norman Powell. No, I don't know why. Sometimes Norm Powell pops up, but um, dang, I was hoping. All right, Basketball Reference. All right, so for this season, he is averaging. I'm just focus more on his uh, Nuggets numbers because his Blazers numbers ain't that special yet. Um, I mean Raptors numbers, shooting 49 percent, 40 uh, from the field goal, 43 from three, well 44 from three technically. Um, averaging 19, of course, a steal. And yeah. You can't tell me that don't help. It helps, but you gotta sure remember you those numbers is different on the Raptors compared to I'm pretty sure. Huh? Those numbers are different compared to the Raptors and the what what he may do for the Blazers. It's a different system. I'm pretty sure the better numbers than Victor Oladipo. No, Oladipo's numbers was better. What are they? I mean, pull up Oladipo's numbers. Oladipo's averaging over twenty, I believe. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Because I don't know. Prove me wrong. Uh, let's see. With the Rockets, because he spent most of the season with the Rockets so far. Uh, he was averaging 21. 21. A little over a steal. Five assists. Five rebounds. Field How many percent. games? 20 games. With the Rockets? Yeah. He played more games. That's why I say he played more games than we thought. It's just... The Rockets is ass. <laughs> it's just no, it's just no, that team is unmotivated, G. Uh, the only L is this field goal percentage. This field goal percentage is just disgusting. What is it? 40%. That's disgusting. But when you're pretty much probably the only scorer on the court, I'm triple double teaming your ass, bro. I'm like, I'm like, look, I ain't worried about John Wall. Christian Wood ain't here. PJ Tucker, fuck him. Triple team that nigga. So I ain't surprised his his stats is looking Allen Iverson in two thousand uh two, shooting forty percent from the field. But yeah, Allen Iverson was making thirty. 
True. <laughs> True. But it ain't probably that offense. We don't know. But yeah, but I get what you mean. But like, he's gonna like in terms of shooting. Like he's a way better shooter than Gary Trent. Like even though Gary Trent's a really great shooter, but uh, he's on my fantasy team, so I know. Uh, but I think he will be a little a consistent version of Gary Trent. But this is another thing I didn't know. This nigga is not really that tall. He's six three. That nigga look tall as fuck. What they got him listed as? Like he's six, he's listed at 6'3". Six, six. Oh. So, so literally, your, your backcourt is literally... Dame is, Dame is my height. He's six foot. CJ is supposedly supposed to be 6'3". And Norm Powell is 6'3". So, your closing lineup, niggas getting towered over if you play against the Lakers. Yeah, you know you're like I said, the only teams you should worry about in the, in the West is the Lakers versus and the, the Nuggets. But like anybody else, you Gucci. Yeah, like unless the somehow the Pelicans make their way and you see their ass, then you can fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because Giannis, I mean not Giannis, Zion don't give a fuck. He's gonna get his. First playoff game. Oh, yeah, man. Put, put, put that in the dirt. You, you Gucci, man. They ain't lose to Zion in the playoff series, man. You might as well say, I need my trade, dog. Fuck the loyalty shit. Send me to Giannis. <laughs> Let's see what we can do. That's what I say. Send me to Giannis, man. Get, trade me for Chris Middleton. Everybody can go. Middleton, Lopez, all of them niggas can go. Even though you're probably gonna have to loop. Pick a little bit more salary, but, um, but yeah, but I get like it's it's a good pickup. He's an upgrade from Gary Trent. Gary Trent was starting most of the season anyway this year, and uh, like I ain't mad at it. Like it's just with every time the Blazers make a move, we make this hype of like, oh, it changes things, and it don't change shit. It's just I I, I don't want to get too excited. I did this before when they got. Rodney Hood, I thought that was supposed to change these. When they got Yurkic, I thought it was supposed to change things. Uh, or somebody else in years past, I thought what, it was supposed to change. Question, though, my brother. Question, 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 question. They had Trevor Ariza at, point, at one point. Trevor Ariza was supposed to change things. Question, though, my brother. I'm listening. Do this make the team better? Slightly. Slightly, because the, the the thing is, their main weakness isn't perimeter scoring. Because, like, especially as long as CJ's healthy and Dame Dame has to drop fifty for you to win sometimes, and that's just to win, barely win. It's still front court. Yurkic can't stay healthy at all, and Enos Cantor, nigga, all his he all he can do is score. He can't rebound. He can't defend. And his country hates him. <laughs> you had to bring that up. I don't know. I just had to mention it, but it's, <laughs> so. But so it's like that front court is regardless a problem because regardless, like as much as as much heart heart Dame and CJ have defensively, they're not locking nobody, no guards up, and then they're pick and roll mismatch nightmares because literally, if I'm LeBron, if I'm the Clippers, Le- if I'm on Clippers, I'm Paul George and Kawhi. Pick and roll, 
pick on these little niggas. If I'm even, even with the uh, what you call it, Jamal Murray and them niggas on the Nuggets, pick and roll them niggas to hell because Jamal Murray's like six three, six four. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, pick on this nigga. Even though I think the Blazers in Utah will be a very good series because I think they match up pretty well. You I think that'd be a better series than people give it credit for. We not low key hate the NBA and the whole MVP thing. Utah still got the best record in the league. None of them niggas in the top. Nobody five. gives it. None of them because like literally, you're 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 only getting defense. You're getting defensive player of the year because Gobert kind of wins at default now. Oh wait, no, they are the West oh, no, Coast. Right. I take that back. Atlanta that is Hawks. going to Ben Simmons. I take that back. That is going to Ben Simmons. You're you getting six man of the year. Ten dollars will probably get uh, uh what an NBA third team if that. Because I don't know if the Go injuries might counter against Brock. Gobert, yeah, Gobert's probably gonna be third team. Uh, Do you think the injuries gonna come against Brock to get that? No. So you think Brock go second team? Brock might go first still. No, nah, I don't think Brock go first. Kawhi go first. Kawhi, Giannis. Oh. Kawhi, Giannis, and, and probably Jokic. Yeah, Jokic probably going to – and then Embiid is second, so, you, so LeBron going to go second. You look at it. You look at, I know we talked about this too early, but James Harden, Kawhi, Giannis, Jokic. I don't know who you put as the guard. But that's definitely first thing. Dame. You put Dame over uh, – well, Curry got to lose a record. Yeah, um, I put Dame. But then like, you, throw, you throw Kyrie in the second team, Ben Simmons, Brian. Joel and B. I don't know who else you throw right there. You can't throw KD because KD play like five games. And and um and and yeah and, and Zion. I put Zion second. I put second team. And yeah, and that nigga third team. And third team. Can't put him over Joel and B or Yotich. Can't put him over Greek Freak or Zion. And you put him over Braun. Them stands coming for that ass. So, but back to the conversation. Sucks to be a Nuggets player. Sucks to be a Nuggets player because you only know three niggas on that team. Like, I don't know more than three niggas on the Nuggets, bro. Jokic, Aaron Gordon, Paul Murray, Bobo, Paul Millsap. The Jazz, the Jazz. I know the Nuggets. Oh, the Jazz. Oh, the Jazz is – I could probably name the whole starting lineup. Gobert, Bogdanovich, Ingles. Royce O'Neal, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson. That's their rotation. Royce oh, and, uh, Derek Favors. Well, they Yo, recently how picked back up the season. Everybody, they shoot really good threes. Like you, like they, 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 I think they're like top five in three point shooting. Um, and just the offensive system, like they coach. You know, he looks like a James Bond villain. Uh, look, <laughs> has a really good system. And just defensively, they're all solid, okay, the solid defenders. And Rudy Gobert, and you, if you see Gobert in the paint, unless you have a dominant center, you're not. Uh, he's you're not. He, he's not affected by anything. He's affecting you. That's a nice first round exit, bro. Definitely wow. is. Wow. <laughs> well, it, it it depends who they see in the first round. <laughs> it depends who they see in the first round. As of right now, it's probably the Mavericks, I think. Oh, man. That's actually that's actually a fun fun to see as far as for the Mavericks. 
I wouldn't mind seeing that. If, the, if they skate past the Mavericks, they definitely go in the second round. Because that means they either seeing Lakers or like Clippers or some shit. Lakers, Clippers, or the Suns. Oh, yeah. You fucked. Lakers, exactly. Clippers are fucking the Suns, and you fucked. Yeah, I think the Suns will beat them. But who we was talking about? The Blazers? Oh, the, the Blazers moving the needle. That's but yeah. So uh, let's go ahead. Move on to my favorite trade. Uh, the Bulls trading for Vukovic. Uh, and get rid of a lot of fucking bombs. Nope. I still call this a garbage trade. Not for though. Getting Vucevic is amazing. That's amazing. Getting rid of getting rid of Wendell Carter and 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 Otto whoever Porter. Otto Porter. Great. Even though Otto Porter gonna get bought out, and somebody can use him. But Laker fans already want him. <laughs> what'd you say? Lakers are Laker fans already want that nigga. Get a team of buyouts. You still got Denzel Valentine and that nigga Felicio on your contracts. Look, I think... And Felicio's contract finna be up, though? I don't know. The fact that they can't get rid of that contract says all you need to know. <laughs> There's nothing you can do Nobody to get rid of... Nobody fucking wants him. Bro. <laughs> it's not worth it. To this day, I don't know how he got $10 million, G. <laughs> that is a product of the former administration of fucking trash. Gee, Garpex gave that nigga like close to ten million dollars, bro. Honestly, How do you explain I feel that? Like they gave him that contract just to piss us off. They did. Because even at the time, I said that was the that's a horrible contract. Why would you give him that much money? He's not even going even scratch an All Star seal at all. But uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the Bulls are still stuck with those contracts. I don't even, and there's no point even buying it out because how you look like saying, yeah, we got to stretch uh, Felicio's uh, contract for the next couple of years. Like, no, that just sounds nasty. You just hope that shit disappear yo, one day. No, what about no Valentine? Ain't safe from this combo neither. Valentine got on that goddamn on that organization. I don't know, but I think I don't think his contract's that much, so it don't hurt much. You could just keep that nigga as a cheerleader or something. A, Something I don't know. I don't even like that nigga. Each time I go on the do Bulls, commercials for BMO Harris, that's why he's still there. You probably right. <laughs> he has to do commercials for BMO Harris. <laughs> They're like, you can't trade him, bro. We we got a lifetime contract with Denzel Valentine. I believe it. But back to the trade in itself. Uh, I wasn't expecting this trade at all. Uh, especially because I read, oh yeah, the uh, Magic are not trading Nikola Vukovic unless they see. Uh, a very impressive trade offer. And the fact that the impressive trade offer was Wendell <laughs> Carter, Otto Porter, I ain't, and well, if you send me two first round picks, I'm going. I'm like, fuck it. So, but. Yeah, but didn't Vucevic get paid last year? Two years ago. He got, uh, yep. he has the max from three years ago, actually. So it's not that high, but it's high. But, gee, the man averages 20 and 10 easily. No, I'm not, I'm not saying this was a bad thing. I'm saying. Boys yeah, like this is a move where it's just like you have a big to pair with uh, Zach Levine because you, you're not keeping Lori at this point. I'm sorry. You, you're just not. <laughs> Lori, they were trying to trade Lori for Lonzo and the Pelicans said, eh. nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Even though Lori fits with the Pelicans because you could run him at five and you could run him at the five and stretch the floor. Z- gee, Zion is technically the center. You run, you, but the, the way the way that pace is, bro. Hell no. He's, he's I'd rather keep Jackson Hayes on the court. 
bro, they don't even like Jackson Hayes. <laughs> I'm well, but hell no, bro. Lori get ate up. That's that's fast paced basketball right there, bro. They don't even play as fast as you that's think the, they do. Lori's gonna play the heart. They don't play as fast as you Lord, think they do. Lori's gonna on his own team. He really ain't. He lost his team exact fast as hell. But, but yeah, I really, like, Lori's not in the future. Unless he literally turns into Larry Larry Bird uh, 2.0. I don't see him coming back next year. Um, you're literally within one day, the Bulls literally turned the whole roster around because they also did get rid of other niggas. Uh, but the Vukovic trade is pretty much the biggest one. That's like a, okay, we're trying to put a product out here. Because they already yeah, still kind of in the playoff hunt. They're still in the, the playoff biggest take a, The biggest takeaway I took from this is that the, this organization is showing early on that they're ready to, to start making real changes that's going to hopefully lead somewhere. We're not saying that Vukovic is going to completely flip the franchise with Zach Levine, but it's a good start that's as far as making moves for them. Yeah. yeah. Especially if, because Lonzo said he, he he's searching for a contract and he don't like the New Orleans as a city. He liked the organization, but not the <laughs> Which is effed up, because I'm like, gee, how you don't like crawfish, my nigga? Because <laughs> I don't eat I don't know like the business. <laughs> that, that fucking look, bro. Look, dude. That New Orleans accent from a woman, bro. Hey. Different. Hey, man. Hey. How you doing, Wally? I'm a Huh? What do you need, ma'am? I, I sell warranties. I can help you out. Hey, look, man. I I went on went there for a honeymoon. You know how to tune the accent out? That's a different level accent on women, bro. Different level. I yeah. don't know how you. I don't know how. I was talking to a lady on the phone at the job. I was like, man, y'all Louisiana's do something to me. I ain't supposed to be saying this. I'm on recording saying this. It's it's different. She's like, oh, I know. I'm like, oh, Lord. Help me. Hey, man. Hey, next year, since we are, most of us going to be vaccinated, we're going to New Orleans uh, for fun. So, hey. But, uh, but yeah, like, I don't, Lonzo might be a bull next year. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> that's, that's possible. We will see. Uh, like, it's a good start. Like, they could still sneak into the playoffs through play-in reasons. Uh, but this is a start of saying, hey, we're serious about winning. We're trying to create a winning culture here in Chicago again, unlike a certain other football organization in the city. But that's a different story for a different day. But I like the move a lot. Um, Nico and Zach Levine being kind of the current franchise centerpieces is a good thing to see. I'm cool with it. Uh, so, yeah. And I like Daniel Theus being a pickup, too, because... He's a white boy that plays tough, and Chicago loves those type of guys. <laughs> white Chicago loves those type of guys. So, so yeah, I like the move a lot. Uh, anything we want to add about it? No, I think it's a perfect move. Uh, you know, all jokes aside, talking shit about the Bulls. It's a win-win situation. You're not paying too much for him. You didn't give up too much for him. It brings attraction to Chicago. Zach Levine probably want to stay. With that being said, like, you know, I know there's not a lot of rumors of him leaving, but I know if a contender was like, yo, let's see if we can work it out. You know, somebody like Bron or somebody like, 
you know, Greek freak say, hey man, check it out. Let's see if we can let's see if we can make a push for something. If I'm Zach Levine, I'd be like, yeah, Milwaukee kind of suck, but there is a ring, and I already got my money. Trade me. So uh, you know how much the power the players got these days. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, Zach can stay. I believe they'll work well with each other. Uh, Zach has improved tremendously as a basketball player, especially with like IQ and stuff. A lot of people saying why the hell they ain't get rid of Kobe White. I was laughing on Twitter. They like they should have got rid of this nigga. I, I I just think the Pelicans wasn't biting on that. Um, and shit, um, it, it's looking it's looking really really good for this team. And I'm it's definitely a playoff team next year. Okay, what nobody said. If the Magic, if the Magic literally took one nigga away and became the worst team in the league, this team a playoff team next year. I wonder where Mo Bamba goes. Mo Bamba doesn't play. I wonder why. I he wonder still why doesn't happened. start. He was finna uh he was finna get traded to the Lakers earlier in the season. And the Lakers said fuck that. <laughs> it was like no, because bro it, I think that gee, was around the same time that they heard that stuff started happening with uh with Drummond's contract and him getting moved around. Exactly, but gee, this thing with Mo Bamba, bro, that man still doesn't start. I think they started a dude named Kim Birch. That sound like an R&B singer. Auto, I mean, and then you got factor in hey, that. Uh, his who? You said what? You said what day trade? I didn't hear you. No, I was saying, hey, Kevin Bacon started his spot. Kevin Bacon, Kim Birch, whatever. That both of them played uh, front you court. You lagging for me? Y'all probably lagging for me. Give me a second. Okay, that's probably what it is. But uh, but yeah, like the magic is a freaking hellhole right now, outright. So I feel bad for you over there. Um, Daytra, we just lost Daytra. Uh, Tyler, you can hear me. You good? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Daytra, join back when you can. But uh, but yeah. So another the moves. These ain't the really biggest, sexiest moves. But George Hill to Philly. Theus. Oh yeah, well I'm, I don't really. Care. Are we, we still on the Bulls or are we? We moving on. Uh, George Hill oh, to okay. the uh, to Philly. Oh, George Hill ended up in Philly. Yeah, George Hill in Philly. Nice. Yeah, George Hill to Philly. I like that. Um, the fifth. Uh, JJ Redick to the Mavericks. Oh yeah, that was the other one I was thinking of. That's another good one for Luca. Another guy to pair to put yeah, around le- him. Like a legit shooter. And that's really it. Uh, we can, since Daytra's not back yet, uh, I want to talk about where did JaVale, JaVale went to. Uh, oh, Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. There we go. I forgot to talk about Aaron that. Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. Did yeah, JaVale that, go back to the Nuggets too? Yeah, JaVale's on the Nuggets too. Uh, Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets, like, I like the deal a lot. It's a, like, I like it. I just don't think it's gonna be the biggest. It's, it's like he feels the need that Jeremy Grant should have done, but he's not as good as Jeremy Grant to me, if that makes sense. But it's still like, it's still it for one. It still keeps them young, and it's still he still brings, you know, something to the table. Yeah, like he's that, he's somebody working. like. Because the thing is, the Nuggets are at their best when Jokic, when the ball's in Jokic's hands. And he's going to be active on the floor. He's going to move. He's going to get to the paint. So, with that being said, 
Like, I ain't mad. Like, already seen the highlights now where that nigga cutting and catching alley-oops and shit. So, from Jokic. So, it's going to be some dope shit you're going to see from them. But I don't think that nigga can guard LeBron. I don't think he can guard Kawhi. I don't think he can guard... Those are the only wings. That's really a threat over there. So, like... And that was Jeremy Grant's role last year was to guard Bron, guard Kawhi. I don't think he's as yeah. good as a defender as Jeremy Grant, but he does fill the hole that they missed because he does all the little shit. So it's like you point. lose a little, but you gain. You still gain a little more. Yeah, you too. still gain something out of it because like he's a very explosive guy. Like he's just not as good of a shooter. He's not. I don't think. He's versatile, but he's not as versatile as Jeremy Grant is. Right. So, yeah. Um, Detroit, you, uh, we're talking about Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. Yeah, I think Aaron Gordon is a perfect pick. Come on. Switch it. Um, I think Aaron Gordon is a good pick. I don't. That's one of those situations where it's like, you know, you got a flashy name. Um, you got a, uh, a cool uh, asset. But in terms of, um, like, do you think it can be a top team in the West? I think, you know, it's possible for you to go as far as to see, like, somebody like the Lakers in the conference finals. But I still don't think you beat them. Because um, just Aaron Gordon, has, Aaron Gordon hasn't proved to me he got what it takes yet. The man's jersey number is 50 because of his dunk contest points. And he still feels some type of way about a dunk contest. He made a whole rap song about it. I don't know if he. I don't know if he got it that much to to take on Brian and the the, um, and the Lakers. And we talking about we talking about the, the him guarding Brian. That nigga guarded AD. So he played a four. Yeah. Yeah. He fucked. Oh yeah, because <laughs> AD is definitely going back to the four now that they got Drummond. But AD's but at the best AD at the five is still the most nastiest thing you're gonna see. Yeah. Either way, that's. I feel like it's gonna be a fun match for the Lakers. Lakers and Nuggets do meet. It'll be a fun matchup. But I just I'm not taking any of them over AD. AD even at I would say AD at he's probably gonna be at eighty percent coming nigga, back. They ain't gonna bring that nigga back till he's close to ninety five. So. If he's 80%, you're losing. You're not even getting out the second round, if that. So, let's keep it in G real. But, uh, but yeah. So, decent move by the Nuggets. Uh, and the Celtics, the hurry up and close uh, the trade deadline part out. Uh, they got Evan Fonier. Uh, among the Magic players that they could have stolen, they got the, the most Danny Ainge type move amongst it. Um, it's funny as hell, <laughs> but Danny Ainge is still scary. Like we said last week, that man's still scary. I, I do like the move. I don't know what's wrong with that man. I don't like the move, actually. I don't like it. That you, you, you supposed to be shopping for a center. Or at least a better point guard. Shit. I want to put Kemba on the market, bro. I agree. Give me Lonzo. Hey, Tyler still here? 
Yeah, he's still, uh, he muted. Tyler, you muted, brother. I heard him talking to you. Oh, oh, you muted. Um, <laughs> oh, my bad. I had sneezed <laughs> and I had muted it. That's why. I was saying that Monzo for Kemba straight up would definitely would have been good for the Celtics because the Celtics don't need a scoring point guard. Like somebody like a Rondo or Ricky Rubio, somebody that don't need to necessarily score the ball is good for them because you have your scores in, um, in Tatum and Brown. You just need somebody to help that offense flow better. Yeah. Um, and it's just like we looking at um, – What about say? I mean, just looking at that team, that's like, bro, the so they gotta get somebody better than Danny Ainge because they were supposed to be next up, dog. Yeah, yeah. They were supposed to be next up, dog. Next up. Like I don't know what the fuck happened. Like we're gonna this we're gonna have 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 a discussion about in on a later episode about Danny Ainge and his failures. The past five years, it's a lot of failures that he could have did to change the team that he failed on but that's for a later episode um so let's go ahead and move on to the buyout market uh lamarcus got bought out and he was rumored to either go back to the blazers or go to miami and then brooklyn said uh we here come on over here nigga and lamarcus said say less and we're gonna sign with the brooklyn nets and everybody went fucking nuts. <laughs> Thoughts? Uh, I kind of agree with like the what people say on the end of um what people say on the end of like this doesn't move the needle as much. Yeah. Uh, just because of like the type of player that he is, um, you look at it and you be like, shit. Oh no! Oh no! But it still is a very good move. Uh, it's more offense. Some people say he still come off the bench though, which is fucking wild. I did not know he went down that bad. Yeah, like downgraded that bad. I always thought he was crazy good. Uh, but yeah, some people say he come off the bench. So yeah. Like, for me, like, I agree. It's not a huge needle mover. It's just, like, in terms of death, the Nets have a talented death. Like, they say, oh, yeah, like, last year, the Clippers, oh, my God, they got so much death. The Nets have some, like, vets, like legit veteran talented death. These are legit former All-Stars. We're not talking about goddamn Macho and All-Stars. We're not talking about, like, goddamn, no offense to these players, Lou Will, Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris, and shit like that. We're talking about legit niggas who are multi-time all-stars at one all-NBA-level players as your death. You know that? Blake is, you know, he's booming niggas past his prime. Still, that's he's still a very skilled player. Marcus Aldridge can still give you uh, 12 and 10. If need be. So like it's not a needle mover, but it's just like you can plug and play in terms of front court, you can plug and play them any way you want. Cause you can play Lamarcus and 
he can still get you rebounds. He ain't gonna. He's not like how he is on two K and be a god tier run protector. But uh, he can stretch the floor. He can score from. He can score in the post. He can score in the mid range. And he can shoot three. Like he's probably their best offensive front court player. Blake is Blake Griffin gets them the versatility in terms of scoring. He can also play making pass. And then DeAndre Jordan still the only run protector, which is sad because that nigga's way washed up. But they have versatility in terms of what they could throw out there. That's how I yeah. kind of view it. That's how I view this movie. I feel the same way. But it's just a wait and see thing. I think, uh, but I do think when it comes to getting depth, I think getting specialists is way better than getting named niggas, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So what I mean by that, getting somebody like a P.J. Tucker, who his whole his whole stick is I'm a 3 and D guy, is way bigger than getting somebody like LaMarcus Orange. Because you ain't got to worry about nothing else. You ain't got to worry about P.J. Tucker having to become something he not. Who knows if LaMarcus Aldridge can become a role player? That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, because it's, it's, it's like Iggy. Was he a 3 and D player? He, he, that's what he do. He don't do shit else. Joe Harris got his right now. He spot up a shoot. Somebody like Seth Curry. Steph Curry know what the fuck he got to do when he get on that court. No more, no less. If his game is hot, it's hot. I want to win for somebody like Danny Green. I want to win for somebody like definitely P.J. Tucker. Um, Ags, uh, you know, no, nah, that other Morris twin cost a lot of fucking money. Yeah, um, that dude, they, they overpaid the shit out of him. But, you know, they, they got scouts. They know best my players more than I do. Look for people like that, you know, not necessarily get names that's just in a buyout market. I think he couldn't help somebody like the Blazers who in need of a big, but he'd rather go chase that ring. And can't blame a nigga for it. I ain't gonna, like, I ain't mad. Like, the buyout market is for contenders who are cap strapped. So it's like, hey, and I think, and it's just like, for like, thing is with the Nets, they're just trying to build a roster right now. Like they legit remodeled their whole team during the regular season. Like I, like I said on tour, like I think I uh, talked to Tyler about. It. it reminds me of that league we had on Two K where Miles, DC, and Dustin just literally broke it because they kept fucking trading niggas. Yeah, it's like that, and the Nets is just taking advantage of the fact. And look at the team sit there and be like, how in the hell did they get James Harden, Kyrie, KD, and then off the bench they got Blake Griffin and fucking Lamarcus Aldridge coming off the bench. Like why? <laughs> so, like it's just how they how they built up. But like it's it's a it's a solid pickup. I ain't mad at it. Uh, Lamarcus stretches out the floor. He rebounds, and that's kind of what you want, what you will ask for for out of him. Uh, then Drummond got bought out, and pretty much immediately signed with the Lakers. <laughs> no shock there. Absolutely no shock right there. Uh, nope. Lakers Twitter was can't active. Blame Lakers you Lakers Twitter was split on this. By the way, um, they I really saying, want to talk about that. I really want to talk about like I don't know if this is just that he went to Brian's team, so he asked. But how do people think the market? I mean, Drummond at his worst is still the best rebounding big in the league. Yep. So. Yep. 
you know, you can you can bring the argument and say, how did that help a team? How did that help Bron? How did that help AD? Nigga, they ain't gotta work for it. Right. Yep. I don't have to and change. Bron got another nigga. He can just literally Bron. Literally, if Bron don't give a fuck, all he do is throw fucking lobs. He got another nigga. He can just throw lobs to. That's fucking crazy. Like you, they don't need another big offensive threat. Yep, because Montrez no is great. They don't get no man the third score. Not really, because the Nets truthfully didn't need a, a, all the guys that they got, but they got them. Exactly, and I think they got them niggas for more social security than anything. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Drummond wasn't yeah. that. Drummond was is adding a good piece to a championship team. Yeah, right. And I don't care what anybody regardless, team, especially niggas who just hate anything like LeBron teams do. If that nigga went to your favorite team, you would be jumping for joy that you got Aldridge for literally nothing. I mean, Drummond for literally nothing. Literally was the rebound leader for fucking years. Mm-hmm. That's a big stat. Depending on how you cut the, depending on how you hit the boards, depending on the pace of the game. And like this is the thing with Drummond. He can still play fast. He's biggest, like he's big. He's always been big as hell. I re- like this is the weird thing. Like he's built, sing- but because of his skill set, it's not and- just the skill set. It's like the nigga's always been big. Like the fact that me and this nigga the same age is funny because I remember seeing his high school tapes. He was big as hell in high school, and he was running up and down the floor. In college, he was big as hell, run up and down the floor. Still, as a pro. Big as hell runs up and down the floor really well. He can play fast if you need him to play fast. So it's like to me, the biggest thing that helps him with the Lakers is the Lakers is not a good three point shooting team. They're okay, but at the same time, they're not great. This nigga is gonna get pick up the offensive rebounds. Gee. <laughs> He's going to get the boards. That means more second-chance baskets. That means, ooh, if I'm a player with any common sense, oh, Drummond got the rebound, reset the offense, or let me quickly cut, Drummond passes me the ball, I dunk on everybody. That, when you look at, like I said, Bron, Bron loves to throw, Bron loves to feed his bigs. Loves to feed his bigs alley-oops. If he, you can catch it, he'll When you're looking at the offensive rebounding, not only is that the defensive rebounding, him being able to push that pace, he got the board, sling it to Brown who already running down the court, sling it to AD who running down the court, sling it to, to Dennis Schroeder who running down the court. You got that. You got another fucking wall in the paint. Now you're going to look at the perimeter defending more on that team, but you have AD. So you kind of straight on that end, right? But when you're going against a team, when you're going against a team like Brooklyn, who's going to cut a fucking lot. Who's gonna play a lot of one-on-one basketball a lot? It's good to have two niggas like AD and Drummond on that fucking floor. Cause now you are relying on James Harden cooking you on the three-point line. Which if he cooking you, I'm just sorry you lost that fucking game. That now more you relying on KD and cooking you back into three-point in the mid-range. And if he's doing that to you, unfortunately, you lost that fucking game. <laughs> but Kyrie. <laughs> Is the best under the basket player we have in the fucking league. If you're able to stop that, 
That is a good 25 points. Gone. And you got two players who could potentially hinder that. So, I would like to point out things. They was putting out the, the highlights of Drummond shooting threes and, and doing dumb shit. Nigga, he played for Detroit and then Cleveland. I was just about to say, he literally play, came from two garbage franchises. At least the and time then he's been there. you spent an offseason with Cleveland. Kevin Love taught you the art of, let me just, hey, bro, shoot some threes, bro. Chuck that shit, Here's nigga. how you not give a fuck. Starring me, Kevin Love. <laughs> Collect that bag, nigga. <laughs> like, gee, especially when you guys sit there and worry about college sex and dribbling the ball. I might as well uh, pump up some threes when I can. Right. Somebody like, up practice on my three-point shot while the league is changing. Well, I'm literally playing for a team who ain't going to get more than fucking 30 wins. Exactly. And then after Man. leaving that, why not go to a team that's a team that can help you learn how to win? That's another thing about certain. It's certain players that go to championship teams, not necessarily to stay with that franchise, just to you know tag along. But some guys take that stuff and go to another team that they believe that they can you know be that guy there that can help get another team over the hump. Not to say that is Drummond, but not to say that it's not him. In the same you know what's sentence. so crazy? Because even though this person still has some moments when you be like, "Damn, that's fucking stupid." When that nigga JaVale McGee was playing for hot, garbage-ass teams, they caught that nigga retarded. Yep. He went to a contender. Yep. Guess what? He added peace on anybody fucking team. Yep. That shit ain't coincidence. Mm-hmm. It's not fucking coincidence. I'm example. Like, literally, that man went to a, was a warrior, went on go to the Lakers, was a key piece to that team. And then even though the uh, Lakers said, "All right, we need cap space for Mark Gasol," they flipped him. He he didn't care. Like look, he like everybody said, "Oh, Javale's either gonna get bought or he's gonna get traded to go somewhere else." He's on the Nuggets. Which is team which he played for. That's gonna use him right. Look at Trisha Thompson when he was on the contender. Other than the Kim Kim Kardashian, pre Kim Kardashian, Kristen Thompson. With the Cavaliers when he was in that Boston series. He was getting fucking quadruple team on the board. Because no one could stop that nigga from eating. Like, look, there's a bunch of other players that you look at. You put them on a team in which they can actually have a particular role in which that's the only thing they fucking do. They become a really good player. And it's just the way it is. Fuck it. Julius Randle was kind of a nobody for a little while. Muggs called that nigga a stat hunter, a stat patter. Look at that nigga on the Knicks. And even if it's true, he like he's on the Knicks. Go ahead. They paying yeah. you to do something. It is what it is, man. Like and I'm not about to call this nigga dumb for for fucking around with a team like that. His coach didn't take him off the game. Because why? Because he ain't give a fuck. So hey. But yeah, that's like, what I think about that. But yeah, it's it's a good pickup. Like it, it makes sense. He he brings the, I would say he's like an upgraded version of Javale in a sense. And like you you have insurance for AD because that way he doesn't have to, for one battle on the boards as much. So like, and then it's not like he's going to close out games unless you're going against a team that has two bigs like that. And it's not that many teams in the league. 
But it's just let's just say you see Philly in the finals. Well, no, nah, honestly, if Embiid sees Drummond, that nigga turns to goddamn Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So that's a, that's probably the worst worst example. But regardless, that's a body. That's more so the Nuggets. Not even the, the Nuggets, because the Nuggets don't play that big. Like, there's no problem seeing that place as big as the Lakers, honestly. But regardless, you have a you have a rotation of four bigs between Drummond, AD, Gasol, and Trez, where it's just like, okay, we have something for almost every team we can figure out, which is what they did last year. Like, they they realized, okay, JaVale is kind of useless altogether come playoff time, unfortunately. But they realized, okay, Dwight's going to be effective here. He he was a he's slightly effective against the uh the Rockets slightly. Then they realized oh he's gonna be really effective against the Nuggets. Great. Then they realized that literally we can't play neither of these niggas against the Heat except a few times with Dwight. Javale's out the rotation altogether. But it's an example. You figure out who's for certain matchups, and that's probably one good thing Vogel really does. So, but like with Drummond, it's just like. You have somebody who can get you 10 rebounds with ease. And a lot of those is going to be offensive rebounds. Because you can't shoot worth a damn. That's I saving think in the you. playoffs, Bron averaged like 14, 15, 13 rebounds a game. So add Drummond at least 10 to Bron at least 12 or 13. To AD at least 8 to 9 or 10. Hey, G, you... Like, if you miss, you're kind of fucked, especially if Drummond's on the court. That's the thing. You can't afford to miss now because they are, the Lakers are already a really solid rebounding team this year. Last year, they were really great. This year, they went to solid. Now, they went back to being a great rebounding team because literally, and this thing, Kuzma's a very underrated rebounder. Very right now, underrated. Right now, Kuzma's... He ain't, he ain't gonna get that talk for six man and shit right now. But right now, Kuzma is showing his worth on that team, dog. Like, Kuzma knows I mean, what he's supposed man, to do. Like, he knows his say? role. I said, Kuzma knows what he's supposed to do. He knows his role. He knows what he's supposed to do. If he needs to score, he'll score. But there's one thing I know he will do. He will fucking get, play the boards. Yep. So it's like, like it, he fits. And niggas. Pouring that Drummond's field goal percentage, I'm like, bro, that nigga's about to catch alleys from LeBron and probably get easy putbacks. So, but is that count Drummond's field goal since from this year? Yeah, I think it was this year. Hold on, let me look at his history altogether. Cause look, even when he, even even he's a trash, uh, what you call it? I think he got better at his free throw shooting. Free throw shooting, like he's okay this year. No, well, he's in the he's in the high fifties. Which is better. LeBron level? LeBron is high 60s. Hey, 50 or 60 to say they to be a three-point. That shit got a really good chance to listen. <laughs> Valid. But, yeah, that's why I say he's not going to be on the court at end games unless it's like a, okay, the other team, we need you to miss a free throw or, or hey, we, we need to miss a free throw and, put, you know, do something. Like, but, but, yeah, like, niggas, like, he's going to be effective. Like, yeah, like, he ain't going to have 20 and 20. If he does have a 20 and 20 game with the Lakers and they win, that's on y'all. That's on your team that <laughs> he had a 20 and 20 game. But the man is talented.
And also, the funny thing is this. So, we uh, go ahead and move on to wrestling. The Lakers now have two of the best bigs from that draft. AD and Drummond on their team. Two of the best bigs from their high school draft class. Two, I think they were the best players, if I recall correctly. That's funny Ooh. as hell when I think back at it. It's, it's funny as hell. So, but yeah, so shout out to Lakers. Um, other players that might get bought out before, before we uh, move on. Uh, Otto Porter's high on the list. Um, Kelly Olenek. Gorgie Dane got recently bought out. Who cares about Gorgie Dang, honestly? Um, rumors that Wayne Ellington, a really great shooter, is on the mark, might be on the market. I think Austin Rivers has already got bought out. I feel bad for Austin Rivers. Um, I didn't get bought out. The Knicks released him. That's fucked up. No, he got no. He was, he was traded. I thought. Well, who cares? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I know Austin. Yeah, he Rivers was traded. Is, I think he was traded. Yeah, because he, he was says he's on, okay. See, okay, see, bought him out. Yeah, so I know he's he got bought. I don't know where he may go. They said Milwaukee, they said but Milwaukee going to go. Uh, he going back to. Uh, I think he's going back to a team here. No, that's Jeff T. Jeff T. Just went back to the Bucks. Yeah, Jeff T. Which I think the. I know you're right. You're right. You would have got Austin Rivers got waived by Oklahoma City. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So. Yeah. I feel bad for Austin Rivers because like he hasn't been bad. It's just, damn. But. uh and I I think the Bucks would have made the most sense for him, but I don't know why the fuck the Bucks picked Jeff T. Or the like, Lakers. I think the Lakers would make a lot of sense for him. They need a backup guard. I wouldn't be mad. Like the Lakers make sense. Or Dallas. The going back to the Clippers makes a lot of fucking sense. They still need a point guard. He'll be way better than Reggie Goddamn I'm... Jackson. Um Well hey, no no no. Didn't the Clippers just get Rondo? Yeah. Rondo ain't helping you to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, bro. You better chill out. Yeah, I'm not putting – anything with Rondo, we got to wait and see to playoffs, and we got to make sure to see if he's motivated <laughs> come playoff yeah. time. Like, hey, he, hey Tyler, I, you made some pizza, my nigga? No, I just uh, diced up some potatoes. Oh, I like pizza. I'm about to have a Caesar. But continue. All right, uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, geez, I'm like, I don't know bro, because I use the the pepper or what? <laughs> See, am I having a seizure live on the like, nigga? <laughs> do, do, I, do I need to come in jack for you? Nah, you bitch, bro. All right, but but yeah, so that's the NBA uh, trade deadline buyout market. Uh, like things could still happen. Magical things could still happen. Who knows? Kyle Lowry might get bought out. I highly doubt it. But cap. yeah. Yeah, I know it's huge cap. Uh, but, yeah, so that's it in regards to that. So we're well into the second half of the NBA season. Things can still happen. We have legit, I think, a full month of basketball left. The whole month of April. Is Predictions. Still- I ain't got one because I just thought of this. What's the craziest thing that's about to happen before the playoffs? Craziest thing. Uh... Let me look at these teams in the standings real quick. That's going to dictate something. Crazy realistic or crazy hot No, take? crazy realistic. Mm. Wolves, I've sit there and tell you that because right now the Celtics, if the playoffs start today, the Celtics will be in the playing uh, tournament round. Well, I hate to see them in a playing tournament. 
The Celtics do not make the playoffs if they in the play in if they make the play in round. Brad Stevens might lose his job because Danny ain't. <laughs> if the Celtics do not get better and they stick around seven or eight, they are they are going to lose in the play in tournament. I don't care if it's the I don't care if they see the Bulls, Wizards. They they what might. Get I can see them losing. Mm-hmm. They might get clapped, and I hate to say that because I love Jason Tate, I'm a little Jalen Brown, I love Marcus Smart, but I don't trust them niggas at all mm-hmm. right now. I don't trust that team. Above all, I don't trust Danny Ainge. So that's mine. That's my craziest prediction. Um, my well, we talked. We said it earlier. I wouldn't say it's the craziest thing, but I kind of. I want I want to see the Bulls make the playoffs. I think if they get into a playing tournament game, they can make. It. Okay. If not, like you said, for sure next season they should definitely be a playoff team. But I think, you know, if they with the the new additions they made and the you know the way they've been playing, you know, if they pull throughout the season, bootstraps, they got it. I think they could get it. But damn. That first round is going to be disgusting for him. It's possible. It's going to be it's going to be goddamn Omni Man versus them the people that he he massacred. That shows disgusting. All right, uh, Detroit, you got one or? No, I ain't got shit. All right, so with that, we'll move on to wrestling. So for wrestling this week, um. Nothing substantial really happened, really. Uh, it's more on the news side of things. We'll focus on, um, because next week, next week we'll give our WrestleMania predictions. Um, so, uh, I know WWE released their top 50 female superstars, but first, let's focus, I want to do the Peacock uh, edits. So, um, so, pretty much, a lot of people are angry, upset, that... Peacock and WWE are on collaboration because Peacock is does not want to offend the sensitive people and say, oh, we know that in your past that you have some very wild moments. So, uh, especially in terms of racism. We don't have to get rid of that. So, uh, we're making some edits for you guys. We're reviewing a lot of the footage. So, for one, I'm going to give a round of applause to the guy that has to, the two guys probably have to sit down and watch over 50,000 hours of WWE, WCW, ECW, and even old classic wrestling, Mid-South, Mid-Atlantic, OBW, AWA, all of that shit. (laughs) Georgia South wrestling. And point out, this is racist. That's kind of homophobic. That's very homophobic. We might be able to get rid of this because it's the 90s and it's edgy. That's a lot of goddamn content to consume of wrestling. They might be able whoever does that, whoever got to do that, I'm going to give you a round of applause. And you might be sick and tired of wrestling afterwards. I wouldn't blame you. It's a lot. So... You might really uh, question why they kept this shit as long as they did after, after seeing... Too. There's probably a lot of stuff we ain't seen. Look, man, I didn't know about the Roddy uh, Roddy Piper and the, I think it was Bad News Brown. 
uh, in the blackface thing. I never knew that. I forgot about it. But now know. that you bring it back up, that's what my my uh my uncle he can't stand Roddy Piper because of that. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's really fucked up. He was definitely on the fuck Roddy Piper bandwagon. But yeah, so people are kind of on the their nostalgia wave of how dare you ruin my nostalgia of racism and nasty, really really insensitive things that happen in wrestling. Like, you got to factor in, there's a lot of the wild stuff. Like, Jerry Lawler using the F word towards, the F, offensive F word towards homosexuals. And the crowd chanting it. What do you do about that? How do you edit that? Well, you can edit child crowd chants, though. Yeah, that's true. But you edit it out. I feel like old... That's probably the easier thing that, that they're going to have to do. So Crowd chance. stuff like that, you got to edit out. Um, it's a lot, especially in just 80s and 90s, because it's just some wild stuff that wrestling just did. So it's going to be really interesting. But people being upset, it's just like, I feel like y'all goofy as hell. Like, that's something yeah. extremely goofy as hell to be mad about. Like, it's a new time. It's a new era. And let's just say for new, let's just say you have a little, you, you, you're a child, probably eight, nine years old, you your mom lets you go on Peacock you and watch whatever kid show, but you, you scroll over to the WWE porch and you're like, ooh, wrestling, that looks cool. Because you sit there and see freaking Tony Storm's uh, Gluteus Maximus pop up on screen. It's like, gosh, mommy, she has a big ass. And then you sit there and you watch Tony Storm matches. Then you just scroll through the app. you like, ooh, let me see who these old matches from 18, I mean 19... 88, and then you see Hulk Hogan being Hulk Hogan, and then you see Roddy Piper sit there and be racist or something, or God forbid, other stuff. Like, other, like, you have to, like, factor in the times. And plus, a lot of that shit, and a lot of that shit is like, is that something you really just want to sit there and be proud of as well? Exactly. Oh, that's just how I view it. Um, Detroit, anything you want to add? No. Oh, uh, niggas getting mad about it. I think it's the dumbest thing in the world because it's just like they say shit that needs to be censored. So why the fuck would you get mad? Mm. It makes me kind of like, yes, we don't get to see this man say a nigga no more. Um, but I do agree with one thing that one person said, though. Is that it's technically not because the internet is forever, but it's low key erasing what you know happened there when they take shit down and justify it. Because now that place is like a restaurant, I believe. Now you see what happens when when that shit, when stuff like that happens. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. So, but deal with it. So moving on to top fifty women's superstars list. And this funny thing is, list is superstars and not wrestlers. So, if when I looked at the list, I had to think about it, and it's like it all makes sense. Why it's not women wrestlers and and it's superstars? So, uh, I'm gonna go through the list, uh, fifty like ten at a time, and then we'll dictate, yay or nay, on anybody. So, um. Number 50. Also, I'm just going to say this. 
the fact that they were able to list 50 women wrestlers shows how far we've come. But anyway, number 50 is Tony Storm. Number 49 is Caitlyn. Number 48 is Kaylee Ray. Also, Tyler, do me a huge favor. Mm-hmm. If you can, if we have any questions about some of these women's accolades, be ready to Google them for me. Uh, okay. So, yeah, number 48, Kaylee Ray, the current NXT in NXT UK Women's Champion. 47, Sonya Deville. Uh, 46 is Shotzi Blackheart, current in, uh, NXT Tag Team Women's Champion. 45 is Kelly Kelly. 44 is Candice LeRae. 43 is Nikki Cross. 42 is Layla. 41 is Ember Moon. And number 40 is Eve Torres. Anybody who you feel like should not be on this list, just off what was mentioned. Hmm. So far, no. I'm going to keep it G real. As far as what I'm thinking. Fuck Sonya Deville. She should not be on this list. I'm not mad at I'm not mad at that. She should not be on this list. And I'm throwing Layla on there. Layla should not be on this list. And as much as I was a Caitlyn Stan, she should not be on this list. Explain that one to me. She didn't do nothing. She didn't do shit. Uh, Date or anything you want to add? No, I like this. All right. Uh, so 39 through 30. Lacey Evans is 39. 38 is Jazz. 37 is Maurice. 36 is Nia Jack, so I think she'll be higher. Uh, 35 is Bianca Belair. 34 is Carmella. 33 is Gail Kim. I'm surprised WWE acknowledged her. 32 is Jackie. 31 is Kyrie Sane. <laughs> and number 30 is Naomi. Anybody you think should be higher, lower, or removed? Um, I would say Jazz should probably be higher just because she is a, a more of a pioneer for women's wrestling as far as for black women wrestlers. I don't know exactly where I would place her, but I think it's higher than I think she's higher at the, than where she's I at. I think she's at the right spot, bro. I'm gonna keep it G. I think she could be lower. Cause I'm be keep it G real. Them titties were tittying, but at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't like she did anything. Like oh my god, like yeah, she yeah. has. Um, she's a two-time WWF Women's Champion. Oh, she has a cruiserweight title. I give her some work for that. She won that in WCW, didn't she? No WWE. But wasn't that darn it? Well, yeah. I remember. But yeah, so. I get what you mean, but that's just me personally. Um, Who else did you name? uh, Lacey Evans, Jazz, Maurice, Nia Jax, Bianca Belair, Carmella, Gail Kim, Jacqueline, Kyrie Sane, and Naomi. I feel like for right now, some people are fine where they're at, but knowing where people like 
well, like Nia Jackson, Bianca, more so by Bianca Belair are going, they, she's definitely going to end up higher, a lot higher, depending on where her career goes. And I think it's going to go pretty high. She has a lot of potential to do a lot of good. Yeah. Um, I had to mute Daytra. That nigga started to snore, G. <laughs> yeah, I heard. <laughs> that nigga started to snore, G. I was like, nigga, he's wicked hard as hell. But uh, I get what you mean. Just so y'all know, this is you know this ain't a boring segment for him. Daytrail does like women's wrestling a lot, so he ain't just he probably yeah. just tired. And also, today. like he did give me. Damn, a I was snoring. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> yeah, my bad, everybody. What are we talking about? <laughs> we talking about who don't belong. If anybody would take out of the list so far, or move up or down. But uh, oh. we're, about to, we're about to do uh, 29 through 20. All right, that's better. That's not sleepable right there. Don't hit. It still is. Tyler, I, I just need you to get ready to Google this one person right now off 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 this list, off the next set. I'm about to do. Got, Bull Nakano. I, I don't know who the fuck this bitch is. Who? Bull Nakano. Oh, uh, hey, hey, Spell hey, 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 hey. That's a G. Spell the last name for me. N A K A N O. Oh. Okay, I see it now. It just popped up. I don't know who she is. Bull Nakano. She... Uh, I need some accomplishments. Real life name is Keiko I... Aoki, I believe. Is a Japanese retired wrestler and professional golfer, better known as Bull Nakano. She began competing in all of Japan's new. All right, this is Wikipedia. I need accomplishments, um, bro. Let me go to the, the That's her accomplishment, man. She she won the original Joshi. Alright. I just never heard the name before, like like I, I don't want to be a ding dong and all of the that. Disrespect to one of the goats. God damn. Oh, I'm man. trying to pull up for all Without her, you wanna see Oscar. I agree. Alright, so, so in her are we just are we doing all of her stuff or just her WWE stuff? Because she, she only won the w, She only she only did won the WWF women's title one I'm time. I'm looking at her Japan shit like goddamn. Her Japan shit is is a lot more yeah. lengthy. Okay, I see. She's why. in their Hall of Fame already, so of course. Um, okay, I, okay. I think that I also think that's um, what is his name? Um, the also the Asian dude that's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, I think that's Miss, his wife. The uh, An, the, like the manager, something right? Loki, something like that. Mister Fuji. No, not that. The dude that fought Muhammad Ali. I know who you talk about. I just can't think of the name. Look up spouse, uh, Tyler. Let me see. Both parties, they don't acknowledge her spouse. <laughs> yeah, her spouse is not even on you. Hmm. Yeah, it's not mentioned. But okay, okay, yeah. I just, I just, okay, that, okay, I get it. So anybody who's looking for it, if it any pops pioneers, up later, I'm not mad if they're in the top thirty. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, she beat Alundra Blaze for that belt, by the way. I have a comment about Alundra Blaze, but we'll say that for for later. Um, so twenty eight, Ivory, 
27, Melina. 26, the Bella Twins as a collective. Smart. 25, Il Shirai. 24, Luna Vashon. I don't know who the hell that is either. Hey, where's AJ? She's in the top 20. She's probably higher. She's in the top 20. 23 is Stephanie McMahon. 22 is Michelle McCool. 21 is Rhea Ripley. So, Daytra, you might be mad at me, but based off the careers as a collective, the Bell and Twins might be, should be top 20. Off the career? I'm not going to argue with that. Off the career and just what they've done, like, for the industry. Okay. Let's put it like this. They didn't say top women sports entertainers at all time. I think they really went for the wrestling and shit, bro. But you turned superstar, so it's just. But Bella, okay, yeah, the Bella are superstars in terms, you know, they got the, the, the total divas and stuff like that. Without them, that wouldn't be possible. But dog, let me tell you something, G. They suck in the ring. We know. Not just that, Nikki Bella outshines her sister. In every way possible. Mm-hmm. If, if you was to split them up, Nikki Bella would still have that number. Yeah. Brie, on the other hand, being a top 40. Yeah. That's probably... <laughs> Damn, low-key. <laughs> that, probably- <laughs> that probably balances it out. They're like... Combine them. Okay. Uh, I kind of feel Red Ripley's too high. Me too. Like... I can't put her over. Io I think Shirai. she's only up there high enough based on her in ring talent. I think that's the only reason that she's there. Other than I that, just she can't is put her over. She has probably potential. She's the next big thing. Yeah. Yeah, I that's why I said like certain like her Bianca like they're gonna move up probably within like a year. Yeah. I just don't feel right putting her over Io. No, Io Shirai should be higher than I'm. Yeah, guess. like just off Japan and just. The the run that she's having as NXT Women's Champion is still crazy because each time she enters the ring is a dang near four or five star match. So even though she just can't talk, but still she has a she has very good music and she has moments that trend on social media. So uh, so nineteen through ten. AJ Lee's 19. Shayna Baszler's 18. 17 is Paige. 16 is Sable. 15 is Molly Holly. 14 is Victoria. 13 is Alexa Bliss. 12 is Mickey James. 11 is ba- I mean it's Beth Phoenix. And yeah, so. Wait, 11 is who? Beth Phoenix. That that 19 to the 19 to 10 is probably the best part of that list so far. I have no disagreement with that other than probably AJ Lee should be higher than... Um, I than, think AJ uh, should be top 15. Yeah. That's I switch her and Molly Holly. I would definitely move her over Shayna. But Shayna NXT one, if they counted NXT one as high as they probably counted... Was Shayna lower than Saber? up there. So, Sable's I over Shayna Baszler. What you say? 
Uh, Tyler asked said, if uh, where Sable and Shayna is. I'm like, Sable's over Shayna. I mean, Sable's over Shayna Baszler. You know, Sable was a crossover style, so I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And then moments. Like, literally, she's a lot of top women moments of the 90s. And then, so. And even when she came back around 2000, so Brock Lesnar can wipe her up. Like, hey. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the, uh, Molly Holly's not in my top 20, though. No. Sorry. Like, I respect her. But, nah. Like, I would have. Like, I know this might sound look. Like, I would replace Molly Holly, put, switch her in the, uh, what you call it, the Bella Twins. Honestly. Hmm. Or maybe even, was was Ivory on this on this part of the list? Or was she Ivory lower? is up there in the 30s. Ivory no, wait, she's in, yeah, she's, no, she's in the top 30. She's 28. Yeah, she. I would. You could switch her out for for Molly Holly, honestly. Ugh, hell no. I I remember more from Ivory than Molly Holly. But I still wouldn't put uh. I wouldn't put Ivory over the Bella Twins. No. So like, I'll just switch. Yeah, I would put the Bella Twins. You could switch the Bella Twins for Molly Holly. Yeah, like that's what I would do personally. Um, I don't have much of a problem with anything else. Like AJ could should be top fifteen to me. I'm cool with Vic- where Victoria is. I'm cool where Alexa Bliss is. I'm cool with Mickey James. That Phoenix is fine. All right, so 10 through 1. Bailey's 10. Ronda Rousey's 9. Lita's 8. Bullshit. I understand why. Alondra Blaze is 7. Sasha Banks is 6. Asuka's 5. China's 4. Becky Lynch is 3. Charlotte's 2. And Trish Stratus is one. All perfect. Even though I think the top, so I think it's a good list. I, I really wouldn't change anything in terms of that spot. Maybe, you know, Alondra Blaze and Bailey can change up, but her career is older than me. So I really can't talk shit on and it. And she wasn't um, wrestling nobody. Huh? She wasn't even, there was nobody for her to really wrestle. You know, like I said, I can't really talk on it. You know what I'm saying? But going back on that list, um, I think it's crazy how high they got Oscar, but she just shows how much faith they have in her, how much they love her. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. Wait, though, is, did you say Lita? Was Lita on here anyway? She's eight. Oh, people overrate the fuck out of Lita, by the way. I just don't know. I didn't feel with Trish. Why the fuck is Lita at her Mm. No, seriously. Like, I, probably, I wouldn't have her that high neither. Like, I wouldn't. This is me. I wouldn't be I mad if I had to. Like, Lita is more on impact. Like, yeah. Her, her and Trish is like you. You view her and Trish as kind of like the the Larry Bird and Magic of women's wrestling. That's kind of how I view them. But it's also why I don't believe Trish should be number one. That's just me. Alundra yeah, I don't Blaze, believe Trish should be number one. one. I think it should be Becky. I think you do Becky, Charlotte, then Chris, Trish. 
and then Alyssa stays the same. I have no problem with Ronda Rousey because she is the biggest women's star that WWE has exactly. ever had. Like, you, is it homegrown? I, no, but she is the biggest star. Yeah, they ever had. But that's why this the list for the most part makes sense because they're going based on like more so impact and like like it says superstar. Now, if yeah. we do like strictly like re- like wrestling, then that's a different story. Yeah, wrestling. Look, it, I, I, half these women ain't on the list at all. <laughs> half these women not on the list, so it's just like, <laughs> hey. But I'm not mad at the top ten. Like, I wouldn't even put a hundred blaze in the top ten. Like, like, like I I watched more old wrestling, and like, yeah, she can go. But it wasn't like she was fighting anybody goddamn impressive. She was fighting BBWs, my nigga. Or, like, at least when she went to WCW, she was fighting, like, random Japanese stars. Because, you know, it's one thing WCW did a good job then was just bringing in, like, international talent. So, like, she she can go. But it wasn't like she was fighting anybody was like, oh, my God, like, now, like... Like she's like the she's like the Bill Russell of women's wrestling. It's like you kind of have to give her her respect, but it's also like okay. But even in her biggest moment ever was throwing the the belt in the garbage. Like that's her moment. So like, especially compared to everybody in the top ten, like. Bailey has a bunch of moments. Literally, it's arguably the, still the greatest women's uh, wrestling match ever. Ronda Rousey has moments. Just appearing her, herself is a moment. Lita has moments. I, outside of women's wrestling on top of that. Sasha, legit all-around superstar. Asuka, bunch of moments. China, outside the women's wrestling moments. Becky Lynch. China's a fucking icon. Exactly. China's legit an icon. Uh, yeah. Becky speaks for herself and Charlotte speaks for herself and even Trish speaks for herself. So compared that's like you have one moment to like everybody else on the top ten is like, yeah nigga, we got like championships plus Pro Bowls and other shit, nigga. Like like if if we was to Google just moments, I'm pretty sure they could make a top five for most of these women that isn't just match moments. You know? Like for Alundra Blaze, just I picked up. I I went to WCW and put the belt in the garbage. That's it. Which was cool, but it's like, nigga, like, when nothing else after that. Okay, <laughs> like, okay, cool. Oh, uh, there was a couple. What was one uh name on here I noticed that was missing was Tori Wilson. I thought you said Tory Wilson. I thought you said Tory Wilson like lower on the list. No, Tory Wilson was not on the list at all. So she wasn't on here at all. No, Tory wasn't on here. I'm, you know, like, look, if you gonna put Stephanie McMahon on here, like, you could put Stacey Keebler on this motherfucker too. She didn't do nothing to get to get on a bad side of none, did she? I. She was recently in the Rumble, and she was on Legends Night. And she got inducted so a couple years ago. So I don't know why she's not on the list. I don't know. Somebody might be in trouble. Somebody tweaked. Because <laughs> I'm like, gee, that's a... she Like, during the Lita-Trish era, she was holding it down on SmackDown. Yeah. 
for the women's side of things. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, to me one of the biggest omissions is lead. I mean, I mean Tori Wilson, but overall, I'm not mad. List. I just one thing I just want to say is stop making Trish number one. It's like she's not even like the Michael Jordan of women. <laughs> We're not saying it's like Tris was bad or terrible, but it's just compared to to what to what women's wrestling is now and who we have now, she's definitely not number one. She's not the I'm goat. I'm not it's she's just not number one. She's not the goat. Like Charlotte and you could like to me it's Charlotte. I won't be Charlotte mad if you want to put Becky there. I won't be mad if you want to put Becky there solely because her twenty eighteen run was of legend. Legit of legend. So it's like I can't be mad at it, but well, twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen. So yeah, so like that was an epic run. At the same time, Charlotte has that shit. She had, she's literally the Michael Jordan of the shit, G. So that's my thing. So, but yeah, uh, anything anybody else want to add before we get ready to close out? No, I think it's cool. Um, Alright. Yeah, like like I said, I understand why they did it the way they did. I feel like maybe in another couple of years they'll probably do like they might do another one like strictly just based on like wrestling and accomplishments. Yeah, and like that'll be um, And we'll probably end up doing our own anyway, so <laughs> that'd be a very toxic list. So um, look out for that in the future. As in during NBA offseason there ain't much to talk about. But um but yeah, so let's get ready to wrap this episode up. We appreciate you guys for listening as always. Uh, we great, I greatly appreciate you guys tuning in, watching us, or listening to us, wherever it's on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, if you listen to us on uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Google, Google, Apple Podcasts, we greatly appreciate you as well. Subscribe, follow, rate if you can, comment if you can. All appreciated. I like seeing numbers. I like seeing interactions. So all that means a lot to me. So continue to peep us. Make sure you share above all. Let your homie know. Let your little homie know. Let your big homie know. Let your cousin, brother, sister, whatever, mom, dad, pa, whatever. Make sure you tell them. Peep us uh, on threes from the ring and all you tweaking media content. Uh, make sure you copy some you tweaking media merch as always on Teespring. Uh, it's all greatly appreciated and money's going to a good place which is our pockets um and follow us on twitter at threes from the ring thank you for listening we'll talk and uh peep us next week when we talk preview wrestlemania which is going to be huge a really good mania yeah, fun tonight's. fun week in nxt week nxt it's pretty much a big wwe week so next week will be a very heavy wrestling episode hopefully a lot of excitement happens in the nba as well so Thanks for listening, and peace. Peace out.